Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Hello and welcome to War Horses, the only college equestrian podcast that posts silly memes on Instagram to recognize rider achievement. I am your host, Auburn Elvis. Let's talk about some college equestrian. Meet Recaps. So, oftentimes I will go back and I will re-listen to the older podcast in an effort to make sure that these are as interesting as possible. So I'm trying to strike a balance between just relating a bunch of boring stats and giving colorful analysis. So when I go through these recaps, just know that I get it. Not all of them are super interesting to everybody, but if it's your team, then maybe it is. At least I hope so. So with that said, let's talk about the first meet that happened this weekend, Delaware State at TCU. The Horned Frogs had a disappointing fall season and really needed to come out strong here in the spring. In my prediction last week, I thought that this was going to be a close meet. It was not. TCU took care of business and whipped Delaware State 14-5. TCU only got two of the five points in equitation on the flat, so that is something that they'll probably want to work on in their upcoming meet. Now next, we have UT Martin at SMU. The Mustangs made sure that there was not going to be a repeat of the fall upset that they suffered at the hands of the Skyhawks. Or maybe that's Claws or Talons or something like that. Anyway, back then they lost to UT Martin, but they did not lose this time. SMU won 16-4, taking each event 4-1. So it looks like SMU is putting themselves in a position for another good season this year. Now, on to Friday. Auburn hosted some jumping seat only teams. Uh, First up was SUNY New Paltz, and then they rode against Sewanee. Uh, in both of these, they kind of went as expected. The Tigers beat New Paltz 7-1, and then they swept Sewanee uh, 8 to nothing. That's kind of hard to say. But anyway, you get the picture. I'm not sure how much you can take away from these other than it was very windy and cold in Auburn this past weekend. And, and boy, let me tell you, you better bundle up for it. Uh, next, we had Delaware State. They went up against UT Martin at a neutral site, and the Skyhawks got the 10-6 win. UT Martin has really leaned on their jumping seat squad this season, but they uh, went on a 4 nothing run in horsemanship, and that really made the dis- difference for them on Friday. So uh, this win actually keeps UT Martin in second place behind SMU in the uh, Eastern College Athletic Conference. Now, uh, Swanee and New Paltz would end up squaring off against each other in a very close meet uh, in Auburn. The Swanee Tigers won that one 4-3, largely on the strength of Gillian Aiken's pair of points that she got in fences and flat. So good job to her. Now on we go over to Saturday. Swanee and Dartmouth would ride to a 4-4 tie that was decided by a raw score tiebreaker. Uh, the Big Green took the win with a raw score of 5-6-1.5 to 5-5-8. And that is a 3.5 point difference for all you Alabama fans out there. Now, after that, Dartmouth uh, saddled up against uh, New Paltz, and the Eagles won that one 5-3. to three. Uh, It came down to the final ride, but that happens a lot in these four-on-four single-discipline meets. 
And uh, New Paltz's Devlin Looney uh, scored the, the meat ceiling point there. And then Dartmouth faced off against Auburn with the host sweeping the meat 8 to nothing. Again, this was really just a warm-up for Auburn, um, and it's a chance to get them some experience, particularly for those riders who don't typically start. So Now we're going to jump back over into the state of Texas. We had UT Martin going up against TCU. The Horned Frogs finished off their perfect weekend with a 15-3 victory, and you'll recall that TCU had some issues in the flat in the previous day, but in this one they took flat 4-1, so that has to be encouraging for them. Next, Delaware State rode against SMU in Dallas, and the Mustangs won convincingly 16-2. Not much to say about this one, SMU was just better across the board. And our last meet of the weekend was the biggie. Number four, Baylor at number two, Texas A&M. In the fall meet between these two teams, Baylor took the majority of points in each event. So if A&M could improve just a little bit, then that might be enough to flip the results here. Well, the first half started off with fences, and this event went two to two. So there you go. Uh, There was a tie, and each team got two points. Over in the next event, horsemanship, uh, that's where things started looking good for the home team. A&M took three of those five points in this event, and that gave them a narrow 5-4 to four lead going into halftime. Now, up in the second half, the Aggies' flat team took control of the meet. They won the flat 4-1 to one and put the host just one point away from victory. And Texas A&M's Lisa Bricker would end the drama, taking that first reigning point and then sealing the meet right there. Now, Baylor did go on to take three of the other remaining uh, reigning points, and that would end up making the final score closer than, you know, it really was. And that gave Baylor a moral victory that I'm sure one of their writers will bring up to me at some point on Twitter. So that's our Week 10 recap. Now, Kyle is going to tell you about how great the network is. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Weekend previews. Okay, now let's look ahead to this upcoming week's action. On Friday, Sweetbriar will face Georgia. It's a jump and seat only meet that doesn't count in the dual discipline rankings. It's really a warm-up for Georgia, and they're probably going to win 8-2 to two or something similar. If Sweetbriar does take better than that, then I'll be sure to overreact in next week's uh, podcast. 
Uh, on Saturday, we have TCU. They're going to be facing SMU in the battle for the greater Dallas-Fort Worth area. Now, SMU won this meet, uh, and it was over at TCU in the fall, so I expect they're going to win again at home. Um, in fact, I think it's going to be about a 12-8 to 8 in favor of the Mustangs. Now, after that, Baylor visits Oklahoma State. The Cowgirls are the obvious favorites here. They won this meeting at uh, Baylor in the fall, and being at home should really help them out. But here's the thing. I think Baylor is going to benefit a lot from having just ridden at A&M, whereas Oklahoma State might be a little bit cold. So I think Baylor definitely has a shot at the upset here. Um, and what's really weird is that we're, this meet is probably going to determine who ends up um, having a chance at the Big 12 regular season title, and it's going to happen right here in week two of the spring, uh, which is week 11. So I'm going to go ahead and say Oklahoma State wins this one, but it's going to be close. I'd say probably a lot of tie points, so 9-8 to eight in favor of the Cowgirls. And then the final meet of the weekend is Auburn at South Carolina. The Gamecocks kept their fall version of this meet close at Auburn, um, so you can't completely count out an upset here. In the fall, the Gamecocks' reigning squad was their highlight, and they had a 3-1 to event victory there. Auburn's Greg Williams mentioned last week that former horsemanship All-American Deanna Green has returned to the roster after skipping out on the fall, and this is going to be our first chance to see her in action, most likely, and this should really bolster the Tigers' Western squad. Uh, Green also often rides on the rest on the reigning uh, starting lineup, so she's an option there for Auburn as well. And I'm going to go ahead and predict that Auburn gets a 12 to 8 victory on the road against the Gamecocks. News and other stuff. This past week, the NCEA announced a list of distinguished alumni. And I won't go through the list, but I will point out that uh, Texas A&M had three alumni honored, which is kind of unusual. Usually it's like in each of the eight or so categories, you end up having about one school represented in each. Well, the Aggies got three this year. Uh, TCU had a pair of honorees, so they got two more. And then Auburn, Georgia, and South Carolina each had one each. Everybody else, all the other school's uh, alumni, well, you've got another year to distinguish yourselves. <laughs> um, One last thing to mention here is over on Instagram and Twitter, I have started a new feature that folks can keep an eye out for um, called the Meme-OP. Each day of competition, I select an equestrian rider whose performance that day was meme-worthy, and I'll post a silly meme of them on social media. Now, if you've been following what's going on in other winter sports right now, it's becoming common for a winning team's fan base to post a a whole bunch of uh, ridiculous victory memes on the losing team's final score of their Twitter post. Now, I admit, I I have been actually pretty active in that for those other sports, but since I cover this sport as its top analyst, it just didn't seem right to do all that here. But, Since you're seeing official media accounts like ESPN, the SEC Network, posting positive memes of, like, athletes breaking records and other achievements, I figured, hey, this is going to be a nice way to have some fun, make some memes, and also to congratulate, you know, the achievements of these riders at the same time. So, this weekend we started it off and we had some memes congratulating SMU's Taylor Madden for her part in the Mustangs beatdown of UT Martin in Delaware State. We also had, uh, we recognized Auburn's Sophie Steckbeck, who was honored for her points against SUNY New Paltz and Sewanee. And also, Texas A&M's Lisa Bricker was memed for her meat-clinching point over Baylor. So be sure to keep an eye out for more of those on Instagram and Twitter, as well as the mashup uh, predictions for the weekend's top meets. 
Well, that's all for this episode. I am your host, Auburn Elvis. I thank you very much for listening. And War Horses. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.